Hello, everybody. My name is Dietrich Wingpole, and welcome to the Good Steward Podcast. In the previous episode, we focus on Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3, and it says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and He will establish your plans. We learn some of the key themes of the book of Proverbs, as well as learning what does it mean to commit to the Lord. Um, we learn that the Hebrew translation of commit is galal, which means you are under the supervision and the provisional care of the Lord. And all you have to do in the midst of pursuing goals and aspirations of 2024 is to simply abide in him, is to simply recognize his lordship. So even if you may set goals, right, for this year, it's very important that we still remain in his presence, we remain connected to him because he has already made preparations. Um, it says he will establish your plans. Establish is to make preparations. And that's what the Lord has done because he is sovereign. He is all-knowing. And you also have to be malleable, right? So even if you have goals uh, for 2024, it's very important that he may re redirect you, right, to what he truly wants, um, that he truly wants um, for, for your life. With that being said, we are here in today's episode, and I want to be very honest with you. This episode is unusual, like the previous ones. Um, the previous episodes, I would have an outline, and the demeanor of each episode is to simply teach. And I think it's very important that as a podcast host of a Christian podcast, or a inspiring teacher of the word that they should be there should be opportunities right to share um, to be vulnerable to be transparent um, because um, I'm going through <laughs> challenges um, in life and I think you know embracing um, my authentic experience um, in this Christian life. Um, some aspects is just simply not that easy. And I just hope that at some point um, in this episode, as I share um, some of the challenges that I, I'm going through and the decision that I am making um, to, to declare my full commitment to the Lord, I hope that this will bring you not only insight, but a opportunity for you um, to an opportunity for us to have a conversation and build from there. Now before we begin our focus scripture for today, which is Matthew chapter 8 verses 18 to 22, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for your love, mercy, and grace. Thank you for this very opportunity. Oh, Lord, I'm asking um, that in the midst of presenting this message that you um, will help me be vulnerable. Um, it can be very difficult to be vulnerable <laughs> um, in front of you, um, amongst others, but you, you know our pain, you know our needs, and I yield 
to whatever um, whatever challenges that I've gone through. Um, I know that you will uh, morph and shape me and to make me complete. We say it's in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. So as I mentioned before, the focus scripture for today is Matthew chapter 8, verses 18 to 22. And it says, when Jesus saw the crowd around him, he gave orders to cross to the other side of the lake. Then a teacher of the law came to him and said, teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. Another disciple said to him, Lord, First, let me go and bury my father. But Jesus told him, follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. See, this scripture is very short, but it's very vital in terms of how do we truly um, be committed to the Lord, the cost of following Jesus. Now, before we actually dive deep into um these verses that was just read, it's very important to understand the context of the focus scripture. So we're here in Matthew chapter 8, and this was a series of events after Jesus delivered the Sermon in the Mount. And you can find that in Matthew chapters 5 to 7. So we're here in chapter 8, and if you were to read chapter 8 from the beginning, um, there was just, uh, how can I explain it? There was this thrill of, of excitement, right? Thousands of people witnessed Jesus' teachings, right, on several things. And a lot of people came up to him, right? Like, for example, uh, a man with leprosy, Jesus healed him. Um, the faith of the centurion, where the centurion um, said that, help uh, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering suffering terribly, and Jesus healed the centurion's servant. And then he started healing many more people. So as you can see, the very people who witnessed Jesus' teachings and witnessed the signs and miracles, um, there was a sense of alacrity, the sense of joy. Um, who is this guy? And now we see the zeal of the teacher of the law. He says, teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. I will follow you wherever you go. And <laughs> Jesus says, but the son of man has no place to lay his head, right? You see the zeal. And another disciple said to him, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus told him, follow me and let the dead bury their own dead. I want us to really focus, to truly focus on the last scripture. So when the disciples said to Jesus, my father is dead and I need to bury him, it's very important to note that um, I wouldn't say just Jewish culture, but any culture when a significant other or a loved one um, dies, um, your main priority is to provide arrangements, right? Um, and there's many considerations, right, in terms of funeral arrangements um, um, and as well as um, if that individual left inheritance 
right? To learn <laughs> if you receive an inheritance. So there's a possibility that this disciple, um, even in the midst of him seeing the miracles of Jesus, right? And the teachings of Jesus, um, we can say that either he wasn't fully committed, right? Um, because um, he prioritized, right? A duty, um, which is to either provide arrangements to his father's death or to see if there is a will or inheritance. So there is like a delay, um, so to speak. And when Jesus said, follow me and let the dead bury their own dead, um, he's not just talking about those who are physically dead, but also spiritually dead. And we need to understand here that the Sermon on the Mount was a monumental, um, iconic moment. Um, this is the beginning of Jesus' ministry. Um, and he simply doesn't have much time. He simply doesn't have much time. You see, Jesus' ministry demanded a lot in regards to the disciples, it demanded a lot of our our attention. It demanded a lot of our time and our energy, right? And even resources. Um, there were several disciples who um, poured out, right, and made arrangements um, to support Jesus' ministry. Um, several disciples traveled about all over, right, um, to... Um, support Jesus' ministry. And um, this right here, this scripture right here, I would say um, has been on my mind um, for quite some time over the last two weeks. Um, as I was thinking about the very challenges that I'm going through, um, I want to just provide a little bit of context. Um, so today is Valentine's Day. And if you were to <laughs> see a couple episodes back when um, the episode title, When God Turning No into a Yes, I revealed to you that I experienced a breakup. And um, as of now, um, that breakup happened during last summer. And it finally, finally, finally um, just ended um, in October, September or around October. And as of February of this year, um, I've been really struggling um, to move on, uh, to move forward, right? Um, I've been plagued um, with this, um, um, plagued with this um, idea that I'm not worthy, um, plagued with this idea that I was willing to give up, um, a lot for this person and I'm in this very strange but beautiful um, season in my life where I am looking towards pursuing the Lord like I'm left with no choice <laughs> but to truly walk in my calling um, and I'll let you guys know that this process hasn't been easy. There was just some point um, over the last couple of months where after I get off from work, I would force myself to sleep. I just didn't want to deal right with 
the pain. I didn't want to deal with some of the internal struggles um, that I've dealt with. But I, I would say that um, the Lord certainly hasn't hidden his face in regards of the pain because I, I just keep being reminded. And last week, I just thought thought about everything. And I just cried, got up from my bed, and I just prayed. And I said, I cast this um, anxiety, I, I cast this pain onto you. Lord, I don't know what's my true direction because I feel like I'm starting all over again. I feel like I'm building something that was totally um, rebuilding my life, right? That that was totally uh, dismantled because I was willing to sacrifice so much for this particular this particular person, and now I'm learning that in the midst of hardship, in the midst of um, circumstances, whether they are adverse or good, um, at the end of the day, God is good. And I know that he is positioning me um, to just share the gospel, um, to grow in him, um, to be complete. And that's what I'm experiencing over these last couple of weeks, um, being truly intentional of growing my faith in Christ, um, increased study of the Bible, um, making sure that I'm being intentional um, with my well-being, um, going to the gym, eating healthier, um, reading the Bible daily, like really learning how to how to fully trust Him in this season, and I'm just learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. So while I'm still plagued with a degree of uncertainty of this season, um, I think it's very important, um, just like the focus scripture here, is to recognize that in order to be committed to Jesus, that you cast all distractions you cast all circumstances that is um, delaying, hindering, um, hindering, and what he wants you to do um, for your life. It's time to put off and to follow him. And that is the commitment that I'm making. So I just hope that this episode shed light and gives give insight, or maybe you resonate um, that Maybe you've experienced hardship. You may experience a breakup. You may experience a divorce. You may have lost your job. You may, whatever situation or scenario um, that has plagued your mind, um, that has um, contorted your heart in a way that you feel discouraged, dismayed, um, resentful, it is time to put these things off and truly follow him because there's a cost of following the Lord. And even if these situations, these circumstances may be adverse and you may not see it, and what's on the other side? It's time to rejoice. It's time to follow him because he is the author of your story. He has already made preparations of what your life will be. So come to the father, step into his presence and watch him work.
Praise God.